Welcome, dear listener, to the QQ Adventure, a podcast where we read a classic choose-your-own-adventure novel and choose our own adventure, thus making an interactive medium completely non-interactive for you. Please let me introduce your party for this evening. I'll be your unreliable narrator, that little nurse shark who looks all cute until you remember that he is responsible for the most shark attacks right before he bites you in the ass. Tom DuPont. Hi. Evan. I don't feel cosplay thing. Uh, I mean, big in the background. It was yeah. good. It was good. Do you, do you clap for an autobiography? That's the sound of one hand clapping. Gross. <laughs> That's what they said about Tom too. And let me introduce you our first party member, that shark with the really cool gif on Reddit where their tail moves so fast it literally boils water as it creates a shockwave that incapacitates the fish near them. That's right, I'm talking about the thresher shark. Mr. Zach Mayer. Rhyme shark. That's the coolest intro you're ever going to be given in your entire life. I just want you to know that. I was thinking mantis shrimp. I'm like, that's not a shark. Forgot about the (laughs) thresher shark. All right, next up, she's cool, blue, kind of reclusive, and can be found swimming in circles in the Georgia Aquarium. That's right, our whale shark, Miss Allie. Are you fucking kidding me? You went with, you called me a mom first, and now you're calling no, me a whale shark? No, 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 shark? you asked if your hair no. looked like a mom haircut. I never I responded. said, do I look like a mom with this haircut? And you said, I wouldn't rule it out. Oops, that was the wrong answer. Uh, moving on, last but not least, not least. The most metal of all the sharks, except maybe the saw shark that's pretty cool, or whatever it's called. But no, I'm talking about the hammerhead shark, Mr. Raul Torres. Oh, fuck you. I'll take it. I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so metal. And tonight we'll be reading Edward Packard's 1985, your classic, You Are a Shark! Hold up. Did you say that I swim in circles, too? You didn't even give me, like, a good activity? Have you been to the Georgia Aquarium? Uh, no, because it's who goes to the fucking Georgia, Georgia Aquarium? Uh, well, first of all, the Georgia Aquarium's awesome. It's arguably the only reason to go to Atlanta, Georgia. Made in Georgia. But you should go. They have whale sharks. Oh. They also have a Coke factory. I mean, I'm just saying. At least that had cocaine things. at some point. He was talking about bottled Coke. Yeah, that used to used be, to be a cocaine. Town. That's why it's called Coke. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Fucking <laughs> damn. Well, Allie, would you care to read the back of the book for us, madam? Why the fuck not? Whale sharks always start, right? <laughs> to, to be fair, that looks like a whale in the background, so... Hey. How about the hammerhead shut the fuck up? <laughs> huh? Yes, so you could read. Go for you it. You guys aren't really known for your mouths, are you? You're known for your head, so keep it in there. I'm known for the mouth. I'm not laughing, but it's kind of funny. It's literally the only aspect of that shark that people know are how large its mouths are. <laughs> really? Because I think its teeth are probably pretty sure. It anyway. doesn't have teeth. It's a whale. Whale shark. What animal will shark? you become? All right, what animal will you become? Not a whale shark. You're hiking in the remote mountains of Nepal when you discover an ancient temple. You go to take a look around. Suddenly you feel the strength seeping out of your body. 
Oh, okay. A mysterious monk appears before you. He tells you that you're invaded a foreign temple. As punishment, you must leave your human life behind and become an animal. Oh, boohoo. Woo! Hard <laughs> life. That sucks. It's a curse. Wish I could just leave responsibilities behind to become a fucking animal. You mean like one that gets fed and just goes swims in circles in Atlanta? <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> Sharks aren't the only animals on Earth. And guess what? Yours is a whale. You didn't even pick a shark. It's just called a whale shark. <laughs> okay, dear. Let's I have rules. not gained that much weight. Excuse me. I'm telling, telling the rules. I don't give a fuck what you're doing. <laughs> the rules of the QQ adventure are simple. As I narrate, I'll be calling on party members to play roles, describe pictures, and make decisions. Okay, party members. If you make a decision that results in a good ending, you win. But if you make hey. a result that... Right. But if you make a choice that results in a bad ending, you die. And remember, you only has one life. God, I wonder who came up with that. Probably not the whale shark, right? <laughs> okay, and one last thing one before we mysteries. begin. Thresher Shark, who is our sponsor for this evening? After these messages, we'll be right back. <laughs> uh, our sponsor... Oh fuck! Who did the uh, who did the the fish movies with the with the clownfish that they have to find? Well, you you could have gone with Atlanta, Georgia. Made in Georgia. You could have gone with Peta, but you went with Finding Nemo. All right, good enough. You son Chico. Nemo. Right, got it. A whale. It's a whale. <laughs> you calling Ella generous a whale? No, he's calling me a whale because I'm the whale shark. <laughs> you understood that? Clearly, whatever shark you are was a smart shark. I speak whale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because like Ellen DeGeneres, yeah. Wow, I wish I could speak whale. <laughs> oh, God. All right, let's turn to page one. Uh, Hammerhead Shark, would you mind narrating this picture uh, next to page one? All right, so you've uh, got our, I guess, our young protagonist, because they're always young boys. And uh, he has this backpack on, which looks a little too big for whatever he's doing, but we'll just we'll just go with it. As and, a nail um, patch on the back. <laughs> um, there's this, like, um, I, I used to know these things. It, it's the lion with wings. It's, it's that crazy thing. But it also looks like... Almost like the, the Mexican crazy monster things too. Al Alambres? I don't even remember. But anyways, it, he's walking into this place. There's this giant lion thing. He's looking at it like he shouldn't be there. And he's apparently going to just keep walking anyways because he's dumb like that. So I don't even know how he made it this far, but he's made it. The lion statue's giving him side eye. <laughs> that is a withering gaze. No, Griff what are, griffins aren't that. Griffins are what, like an eagle head or something? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, what are lions with wings? Think. Think? Thinks? We're all gonna search for this now. I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, what is a lion with wings? Wing uh, or lion? Uh, it's Griffin, late lion summer. Saint You've been <laughs> Griffin, Griffin. You You've been hiking in the remote mountains of Nepal when you come upon the ruins of an ancient temple. 
Vines have grown over the wide steps that lead to the entrance. The temple is faced with stone carvings of animals, all worn and crumpled. Allie literally just fell out of her chair. <laughs> Vines. Vines did it. Taboo is happy to see her on the ground. Well, do you want to share a backrest? No, fine. This QQ adventure brought to you by weed. <laughs> is it because of all the weight? I want a swivelly chair that rocks for my abs. Okay? This whale shark is trying to get cut. <laughs> I want to be a great white bitches. Apparently I will, whether or not, you know, gravity agrees with me. Wow, this is going to be the first QQ adventure with a blooper reel. <laughs> the temple is faced with stone carvings of animals, all worn and crumbling, except for one fierce creature, an enormous lion with the wings of a dragon. Wait, those wait, dragon those wings. wings? <laughs> Come on, son. Uh, okay, wait. What about the the Mexican dragon, the Quetzalcoatl? He had like yeah, feathery wings. Be. Is it a Mexican dragon that have bird wings? Hold on, you guys. Mexican Keep dragon. Reading because in the Nepal. next page has the best picture on Earth. All right, spoilers. Let's slog through this then. <laughs> An enormous lion with the wings of a dragon. Its huge jaws threaten to devour anyone who dares pass. As you climb the steps, you sense danger. You step closer and stare at the lifeless monster towering above you. It seems to be warning you not to pass. So our protagonist is clearly a smart mother. <laughs> Summoning your courage, you continue to pass the statue into the dark, cavernous temple. So totally, totally ignoring that warning. You can barely see anything, only a glimmer of gold in the center of a chamber, and beside it, a frail-looking man in a simple monk's robe. You start toward him, your legs grow weak. You sink to the temple floor, you try to stand, but you can't. The strength is being drained from your body. You can't even lift your head. You call out to the monk, but he neither moves nor speaks. Feel your life slowly slipping away. Ah, oh, sweet no. peace, sweet no. peace. Turn to page three. Oh man. Uh, I told you. You know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna read this first, and then we're then we're gonna describe this picture. Are you still alive? You are lying on the stone floor of the temple. The monk sits motionless beside you. You try to sit up, but you can't. You feel as if you were in a trance. Perhaps you are dreaming. If so, it is unlike any dream you've had before. Maybe you are dead. As if reading your mind, the monk says, "Up, up. We need a monk." I don't know. Is this is this thresher material? Monk. I need a monk! What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? You are not dead! Neither are you alive! Oh crap! Uh. Hammerhead Shark Boy! How can that be? I don't even know what I'm doing! <laughs> um, give me some inspiration. What, what, is, what does this dude sound like? Like a bitch! Uh, like, how can that be? There you go. There you go. You murmur, still unable to move. You have fallen into the shadow of death. He answers. It is forbidden to enter this temple. Those who do not heed the warnings of the Guardian must give up their lives. Oh, sweet relief. <laughs> All right, Ali, would you... 
Please describe this picture that includes our dumb protagonist who couldn't take a warning. So the kid kind of looks like if you made Steve Buscemi a child. Um, <laughs> How do you do, fellow kids? What? Like, you kept Steve Buscemi's face, but gave him, like, you know, a, like a teenage boy's body. Um, with, like, weirdly detailed fingers. I don't understand why there's so much detail in his fingers. But he is he is splayed on the floor, um, much, you know, presenting his, his rump. <laughs> and he looks yep. like he's trying to crawl away, and he's on a blanket of some type. That does look like a mat or a blanket. So, yeah, it's like a blanket or a mat. He's, he's, his entire body seems to be on it, um, except for his arms and his extremely detailed fingers. And then there is um, what could be described as a, a white walker um, <laughs> in a robe with um, extremely veiny hands that are <laughs> that, that's that's a pretty hand? much the I'm most totally detailed part of this picture. Part is a hand. <laughs> yeah, and he's reaching in between his legs, which I don't really understand how they are, because it looks like one leg is crossed and then the other leg just doesn't exist. <laughs> now this picture says, heed this warning, you must give so, up your life. So I, I think you nailed it when you said he looks like a, a Steve Buscemi-esque character. I, I move that we name the protagonist Donnie. <laughs> Donnie? You're out of your element, Donnie. <laughs> Wait, I Danny? am the walrus. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. All right, go to the next page. Oh my God. You feel the chill of death hovering above you as you struggle to remain conscious. Oh, the only. But uh, I didn't know. You say. You knew better than to enter replies the monk. Giggity. The guardian told you quite clearly. You mean the statue? I thought that was my imagination. The guardian is real. The monk says gravely. Though not part of the world you know. Unless it chooses to release you, you will remain in its power forever. Remain where? You say, trying hard to make sense of all this. If I'm in its power, what's going to happen to me? For the first time, the monk looks away from you. You must now give up your human life. He answers. Wait, I thought he was dying. To of give up boredom. his human life. Yeah, it's what little yeah. life he has left. Right. You know? <laughs> this fucking monk keeps monologuing. <laughs> Dude, seriously. However, you will be given a chance to live in animal form. <laughs> How is this even, like, a bad deal? I don't know. This kind of feels like how, um, tempt people to, you know, you know? Like, this is getting this is, too dark. This no, is how no, they I don't, I don't know. I, do, I feel this is a whole other podcast episode. I feel like this book is just, it's, it deserves some type of twist. This has now all been edited out. <laughs> <laughs> Your skin grows cold, then colder still. You shiver violently to be turned into an animal. Can't let yourself believe this. Who is this monk anyway? Maybe he's making it all up. Before you can even question him, the monk continues. Mm. I serve the guardian of temple. <laughs> Though I will do my best to help you, I may not interfere with its powers. You must first become one animal, then another, then another, 
and sometimes the same one again. Time may seem to go in circles. You may remember your human existence or forget it in an instant. But if I die as an animal, you ask. The monk shakes his head. If you die as an animal, you die as an animal. What is important is that you live as one. For now, it is the only way you can live. The monk moves closer to you as he speaks. You may become any animal in creation anywhere on Earth. You will retain some control over your fate. Whether it will be enough to save you, I cannot say. Try to speak, but the monk raises his hand and a wave of darkness sweeps over you. When you next hear his voice, it sounds very far away. Would you be lord of the air, lord of the land, or lord of the sea? Where's where's lord of the dance? Come on. (laughs) (laughs) If you answer lord of the air, go to the next page. If you answer lord of the land, turn to page 16. If you answer lord of the sea, turn to page 6. And if you answer lord of the dance, hang up. Download a different <laughs> podcast and try again. <laughs> All right, Allie, decision oh. one. Oh, you want me to make a decision now? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, you did say time may go in circles, but I do go in circles. <laughs> Does that include when you fall to the ground out of the chair? I was circling when I did it. <laughs> no, the dog was circling. That's fair. Um, Allie! I'm going to go Lord of the Sea because guess what? You are a shark. Oh, shit. <laughs> You are a shark. Oh, fuck! fuck. Turn to page six! (laughs) Oh, cool! Cool, I'm glad I made a decision! (laughs) Awesome! It's a shark, guys! P.S. Because you can't see it, it's a shark! It's totally a shark. Something wild has happened. You crash back into the ocean, spraying mountains of water in all directions. Then, with the whip of your massive tail, you dive. Opening your mouth, you strain a few thousand krill from the water. They taste excellent. You swing your tail, accelerating. You dive deep, deep. The water grows darker. You pass a small fish. A hammerhead shark! What up, bitch boy? You can hear the sounds of other whales shark. calling. Other sharks. Allie, I, I think you're a whale. Shark. Whale shark. Sharks. <laughs> Fine, go, I'll say it. I won't say it. <laughs> you hear the sound of other whales calling. Sharks. <laughs> Boom. It's time to migrate to warm waters. Oh, what? Now you're the whale? Well, well you're not whaling calling. it up. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean I'm not whaling it up? Who's the one with their mouth open most of this thing? Me. Well, get, you get send a open. message back to them. You've always migrated with the others, but food is plentiful here. And you like the cool water. Uh, you probably should join the migration. You're not really ready to leave. Yeah. I'm a bounce, bitch. I'm an independent whale. <laughs> Ruli, before you uh, help us choose this answer, please describe this picture for us. It's a whale. 
It's totally a whale. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't know what what book she has, but it, it's shark. totally a giant it's whale. It's a shark. It's, it's a it's, shark. It's spread it's across a... two pages. So and it's got a big it's a, old it's whale It's a beautiful two-page two spread, spread <laughs> of, a, with of a, his, a shark. With whale nose and whale eyes. No, it's a shark. Splashing up so much whale water. Yeah, that's careening from the, the ocean like a shark. If you stay in the cool water, turn to page 55. If you follow the other whales, turn sharks. to page 21. Other sharks. A pot of sharks. Zach, where are we going, bro? Uh, first, I'm pretty sure that's a humpback whale. And they're describing <laughs> filter feeders in the text. The inconsistencies are just unacceptable. <laughs> it's a uh, shark. Trust me. I'm a woman. It's I'm a shark. I'm going to do what whales do. And follow the other whales because I'm You're not such a shark. A I'm not shark enough to stay in the cool waters. Oh yeah, well sharks stay in warm waters, dick. Turn to page twenty-one. It's because they're not mammals. You lash your tail and turn your great body northward toward the other whales. Sharks. By pointing your head in a slightly different direction. You were able to form a sound picture of the bottom of the sea, undersea mountains and valleys, and canyons where rivers once flowed. Sweeping toward the surface, you sound the other whales. There are five of them, but you sense there should be more following. Send a call behind you, whale. Oh my god, hurry! Our herd is heading towards the warm waters. <laughs> where the other sharks are. <laughs> But there is no answer. Because there's no other sharks, just whales. A great blue shape, the whale farthest ahead, slows. The blue whale is the biggest mammal that ever lived, and this one, leader of the herd, is almost 100 feet long. He has dropped back to let you swim alongside and sends a sound message to you. Hammerhead shark, let's let's keep being the other the other whales. As a leader, uh, let's go with piratey guy. Um... Arr, you're new to our ways, friend, he says. There are no others. In the past, there were more whales in our herd, but most of them have passed into the great deep. With the flip of his tail, he sets a 20-foot-high wave cursing through the ocean. The leader accelerates. You are left again at the end of the procession. Turn to page 24. The days go by and the water grows warmer. The sun is higher in the sky, and you feel the warmth on your back when you surface to breathe. There's less food now, but you don't feel hungry anymore. You're able to live off your reserves of blubber for a while. Your shut, shut up. I can see you thinking it. Don't think it. <laughs> shut up. Uh, you're supposed to be content and happy as you glide through the waves. Maybe this is what I sound like when I'm content and happy, huh? All right, we have an angry whale. I'm not angry, because I'm a shark. A loud clanking sound travels through the water. The herd suddenly veers to the left. Surfacing, you see a great ship pass you. A neighbor calls to you. Thresher, want to call out? Oil in the water! Wait, no, pirates, that was the, pirates everywhere. That was the pirate. <laughs> suddenly, you feel a slimy, smelly black film sliding across your face. Giggity. Some of it seeps into your blowhole. Double you giggity. Cough and blow. You let out a giggity. long moan. Kiggity, kiggity, kiggity. A memory flashes in your mind. If only you could be a person again. Turn giggity. page 26. Holy. Suddenly, you are you, the human being again, back on the temple floor. 
So, you are still alive. The monk is sitting, gazing into the flame of a tiny oil lamp. The dark chill of the temple cuts through you, and you realize that once again, you are unable to move. Uh, won't the guardian release me yet? I think not, says the monk without turning to look at you. You are not yet in the realm of the living. The only way for you to survive is to become an animal once again. First, you must answer these questions three, or just one. Living as an animal, would you rather be among people, near people, or far away from people? If you say you'd rather live among the people, turn to page 33. If you say you'd rather live near the people, turn to page 14. And if you'd say you'd rather live far, far away from the people, long, long ago. Far, far away, gal- I was- that's- I fucked that joke up. <laughs> you did. Page 69! <laughs> Giggity! It's not the first time. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Who who has not answered a question yet? Zach, have you answered a question? Uh, I don't think so. All right, Thresher. Let's thresh this question. First, I got nothing. Where are we going? First, can we talk about how this really feels like the uh, diary of somebody who is violently trying to cope with their assault? Like, this picture, holy shit. Holy shit, guys. You are a shark. Soon to be a feature film made by Zack Snyder. I mean... Gotta go with 69. How can you not? <laughs> so you'd so rather live. live far away from people. But before we go... Uh, well, I guess Zach, you just answered a question, but you haven't described a picture. Zach, aside from having jet black eyes, please describe this picture for us. <laughs> uh, well, Seriously, little, the eyes are creepy as fuck. <laughs> little, little Steve Buscemi still has weirdly detailed hands. Uh, the monk is still in a bathrobe. They're still right uncomfortably close to each other. And the monk looks way too pleased with himself to have been doing anything other than exactly what we've been talking about. <laughs> <clears throat> so, yeah. Am I the only one just wondering where he got the damn lamp from? Well, like, where did that appear from? He got a lamp and the kids in a different position. That's true, too. Like, how did that happen? Oh, he was... Uh, mysteries, mysteries. So while we oh, they're also in a away, different room. Well, we jumped away to the whale story. What was going on behind the scenes? Uh, okay, you know what? This is getting too dirty. Let's jump to page 69. <laughs> See? God, it wasn't just me. It's real, real gross. I feel dirty holding this book now. Well, uh, just feel that thick, thick black spludge. It's spludge. It's about to get dirtier. <laughs> Yeah, go into your blowhole, man. Feel it cover that blowhole slowly seeping in to the world closing around you. An octopus drifting down towards the ocean floor. That's a squid. You're a squid. No, I'm a whale shark. (laughs) As you settle on a rocky ledge, you change your color and texture to blend in with your new surroundings. Perfectly camouflaged, you wait until your favorite food, a lobster, approaches with a speed you you propel yourself towards it the lobster wheels on you pincers wide apart releasing a jet of ink to distract it you sweep over the lobster's side swiftly you slap one tentacle around its back another over its rear claws this is a dirty book folks (laughs) and a third around its head really is in almost the same motion your sharp beak rips open the lobster's soft underside. Yes, Daddy. <laughs> your hunger satis- 
Fine. <laughs> Diggity. You swim off searching for a den. What the fuck? Like all octopuses. Octopus. Octopuses? Oct- Octopuses? Octopi. <laughs> you feel the safest when you're hidden in a dark, snug... God damn it. Mm. <laughs> Ahead of you is a clay jar. You approach it curiously and with one tentacle... I'm gonna get inside that. <laughs> gently explore its inside. Mama <laughs> slip in. It's empty. So you slither over the side into your new home. Mmm... Dark and cozy. Curled up in the bottom, you sleep. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> Real this is our dirtiest QQ yet. I'm going to have to edit this shit out of this. Why Why do you have to edit it? Nobody actually listens to it. True. <laughs> you awoke with an odd sensation. Get with it. Mmm, in my new home, in a dark hole. Mmm, you slither in. Turn to page 73. <laughs> yeah, what's up, octopus daddy? You awake to an odd sensation. Mmm. No, you are still in the jar. You're being pulled through the water. Yes, you are. Something's carrying you to the ocean surface. Mm, what is it? You're curious, <laughs> but very wary. Stay in the jar. Slip out now. Oh, slip out now. <laughs> if you stay in the jar, turn to page 85. If you slip out of the jar, turn to page 50. Ruly, get us the f- out of here. Where are we Damn going? It, I, I feel like this is one of those I'm going to die moments. My instinct says I need to get out of the jar, which basically means that school being going to be the one that kills me. So we're going to stay in the jar. Turn to page 85. It would have killed you. Spoilers. Why? We're not going back. The jar is moving. It feels, it feels safe inside. The ocean grows warmer as you near the surface. Steadily, the jar continues to rise. Then suddenly, your den is ripped from the water. Uh, and a hand reaches into the jar and grabs your body. I wonder what that's like. You cling desperately with all of your tentacles. To your innocence. But you're not strong enough to resist. Nope. You slipped in. There's no going back. Once you do it, you can't undo it. Out of the jar and throws you to the deck of a boat. That's right, Octodaddy. Around you are dozens of jars, and beside each one lies an octopus. Wow, Mm. I guess all the octopi just hang out in jars? I don't know how this works. Some are already dead, the others weakening. The hot sun is beating down on you. You know you can't survive out the water for long. Your eyes rise up like periscopes. Why would an octopus have... Peri- I, that- I don't know. They also drew a picture of a squid, not an octopus. Maybe this person doesn't know what an octopus is. <laughs> hey, the edge of the boat isn't far. Using all of your strength, you crawl to it. In a moment, you're over the side and back into the cool water. Bravo. Bravo, folks. Yeah, that's right. That's why they call me daddy. <laughs> As you swim towards the bottom, of a strange thing happens. You become aware of your own escape, of moving through the ocean as if you were a part of it. Your swimming never felt this effortless. You think and slowly realize that your human memory has returned! Page 47. Holy shitballs. Suddenly you're a human again, back in the ruins of the temple. This time you find yourself standing. You try to walk, but your feet seem rooted to the floor. The monk sits before you. You are doing well. He says. Well, thanks. You say, surprised. Does that mean I can go now? It means only that you are doing well. Tell me, how did it feel when you changed from human to animal? (laughs) I'm just going to keep rolling. You think back to that strange moment. (laughs) It was confusing. Erotic. (laughs) Sometimes my human memory went against my animal instinct. Ah. 
Then you would rather have no trace of human memory. Rather have it completely. You say? If I could always have remembered, then I'd been a human. I'd have been an extra smart animal. That's not. They, they didn't. Yeah, no. Extra that's not smart one is word. not a word that you combine. <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll contact face. the editor and have them make a new edition with a. Yeah, hyphen. 1985 didn't know how to proofread. <laughs> Maybe Eddard Packard is super German, just hiding out, writing choose your own adventure books. To explain some of the weird sex stuff in this book. <laughs> anyway, Mr. Monk. But says the monk. Knowing you were a human being who's trapped in the body of an animal would be very hard indeed. You might panic when you're an animal. It's better to be wrapped in the mist of forgetfulness. <laughs> I don't know which would be worse. You admit. Oh, Jesus Christ. Turn to page 49. That is horrifying. Every picture of this guy gets creepier. It is still a White Walker. Sometimes you must make a decision, even when you can't decide. The monk says gently. You start to protest, but the monk's eyes are like glowing coals. That does not look like glowing coals in that picture. No, they don't. His voice seems to burn to your brain hole. You must choose... Whether you will keep your human mind or live without a trace of human memory. Ruli, would you care to uh, describe Creepy Boy over there with his cold eyes? He's totally like Melty Face guy. Um, yeah, the, the, the White Walker thing kind of works, but it's like creepy. Like you go to a wax museum and there's a really good wax museums. And then there's the really bad ones. This <laughs> guy is like Candle in the garbage Jack. pile at the really bad wax museum. He's just, ugh, just gross. He kind of maybe looks like he has elf ears. I can't tell if it's a little little pointy back there, but yeah, he's he's totally just not not having it. And I think the other concern, which I'm very very concerned with, the picture kind of just stops halfway, like kind of where his shoulders are, and then the dude just decided to not complete the rest of this drawing. So I'm very concerned with what's going on underneath. Like, there's more room <laughs> on this page for drawing, but they just didn't decide they needed to take advantage of it. Mm -mm. Yeah, they got lazy. Right up there with uh, not knowing how to hyphenate things. If you choose to keep your human memory, turn to page 60. If you choose to give it up, turn to page 70. <laughs> Allie, are you going to give it up? Fuck it, I'm going to keep it. Turn to page 60. I'd love to be an anxious whale. <laughs> oh, man. So this picture is awesome. Like Sheba's. Yeah. No matter what it's like to be a dog with a dog's understanding, it's terrible to be a dog when you have a human understanding. My Sheba Inu knows what that feels like, right, Taboo? Yeah, what's up, Tabs? Oh, he, he enjoys it, yeah. He's, he's... You know, because that's what's happening to you! And you realize instantly that you aren't going to have an easy life as a dog. poodle in a fancy house in California, or a golden retriever curled up before a fireplace in Vermont, or a Shiba Inu passed out on the floor of my condo. No, you can see you're going to have a hard life ahead. You're a, a little husky. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> What's up with the fat jokes today, Tom? <laughs> a big strong one? They just keep you're, you're a little husky, a big strong one, that's what it says, that's what I'm reading the book. Thank goodness for that, you think, as you look around and see the other six in your team. You're all hitched in a sled, waiting for the command to break it out of the ice. There are three men in fur clothes loading the sled. 
They have rifles, and you shrink down on your haunches, thinking about how any one of them could shoot you, and no one else would care. You quiver, as you recall now, when Eskimos get trapped in bad weather and can't find enough to eat. They'll shoot a dog or two for food. Wow, this suddenly got dark. It has been dark <laughs> the whole time, Tom. Zach, please describe this picture for us. All right, so I really just want to focus in on the dude's face on the far left. Because I'm pretty sure that's the monk in drag. <laughs> uh, he's got the same like dark eyes, but he's a little bit in the distance. Uh, so we've got a sled. There's some boxes. I mean, you load boxes on the sleds, sure. Uh, and there are these are not huskies. These are these are shibes. <laughs> Absolute shibes. The they really are, aren't they? No, they look yeah. like Akitas. Yeah. It's a big shibe. It is, but they're a key. I don't know what you mean. This guy got the octopus wrong. You really think he's going to know breeds of dogs? Yeah. No, but yeah. to be fair, you know, we've been giving this artist a lot of crap during this book, but I'm going to say these dogs look cool. Yeah, I mean, his drawings are cool. They're just fucked up. <laughs> just like okay. the book. So, so I, I yeah. got to ask, because I, I don't know. Which one do you think is the kid? Uh, oh, good question. I'm going to go the black happy. head. Yeah, yeah, there's only one that looks different than the rest. Yeah, because he looks like he just ate something sour. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. All right. Oh, you know what? That's a lie. See that white wolf behind him looking up in the sky like he just saw a fly? He's the only one looking at the Eskimos. Yeah, that's probably Jeff Goldblum? Mm. Because I just imagine if this kid in real life had to think, he'd always think with his mouth open. You know those people (laughs) that like have to have their mouth open to think? Go on yeah. to the next page. Well, you page gotta 62. oxygenate that brain. Allie, I think you need to uh, be be one of the men. I'm gonna get murdered. That one. That that's that was your man voice. All right. Perfect. Yeah. Here, I'll do Tom. I'll do Tom. Okay. <clears throat> that one. That was great. <laughs> We're getting to the character. One of the men is pointing at you. You're quivering and shaking. You must look sick. Yeah, they it's might... definitely the one with the mouth open. <laughs> <laughs> they might shoot you because they don't want the sled to be held back by a sick dog. You leap to your feet and stand alert, as if eager to pull the sled. The men exchange a few words and resume their work. You Look over at the other dogs. You judge yourself to be the strongest and biggest of all of them. Yeah, like me. Except for the lead dog. God damn it. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Even he is scarcely larger than you. Just a little bit. I'm almost there, guys. <laughs> you must be the second dog in the team. Mm. Three men and seven dogs across the Arctic tundra. I didn't bring where the protein you, shakes. Where are you bound? <laughs> For what purpose? You have no way of knowing. And this is why you're not the big one. Turn to page 25. Suddenly the lead dog turns and snarls at you, baring his teeth. You step back a pace and look away. When you look again, he is sniffing at the snow ahead of him. Eh, better in your butt. You sniff and smell the other dogs, each with its own distinct scent. You smell the wood and the leather and the half-dozen dried food stacked... Half-dozen dried food stacked on the sled? That's an Look, Tom, you just grazed over the fact that the dog just smelt butthole. <laughs> to talk about stacked foods, he just smelt fresh butthole. And the smell of men themselves. Fresh <laughs> male butthole. Curious about the same scent that attracted the lead dog. <laughs> you step forward. He turns on you, growling. You shrink back. Why is he so unfriendly? The answer comes to you. You are the number two dog. 
He is afraid you are challenging his authority. If you could smile, you would. You realize what power you have with your human mind. And with great power comes great responsibility. He's an extra smart dog. Crack! Mush! Instinctively, you press for forward, taking up the slack and straining with the other dogs to break the sled out of the ice. In a moment, you're all trotting along at a good clip, pulling the loaded sled over the hard-packed snow. Take you it. have no idea when you'll get to rest. Unlike the other dogs, you think about what you'll do when you make camp for the night. I don't help you. How does he know what the other dogs are thinking? Because you're a smart dog. That's why. Okay? Yeah. You're not like the stupid dogs. If you decide to try and challenge the leader and become the lead dog, turn to page 100. If you decide you'll try to escape and gain your freedom, turn to page 77. Ruly. What are you going to do, dog? What are you going to do? Escaping seems dumb because you're like in, in the middle of nowhere. nowhere. Where's, where's the good boy option? Yeah, yeah, so I guess you're gonna be a, a douche and should challenge the alpha dog, so let's do this. Where's the good boy? Turn to page 100. 100. Oh, this boy gonna kill you. As you and the others pull the sled along the hard packed snow, you feel strength <clears throat> and energy flowing through your body. You are a strong dog in the prime of your life. The wind is bitter. The breath of the other dogs, like puffs of smoke, icicles form around your nose and mouth. But your coat is thick and warm. At noon, the men stop to rest. The other dogs become restless, and you do too. You smell food and realize how hungry you are. The men are unpacking seal meat. Throw a chunk to each dog, the largest to the lead dog. He bites off a piece and smugly lifts his head and looks away while he wolfs it down. This is as good a time as any. You dash in and grab the lead dog's meat. Hello. It <laughs> Yeah, you get it, Tom. You get that meat. It takes a moment for him to understand what's happening. Then he charges, his brutal jaws open, razor teeth bared. Go to the next page. But you have a plan. Using your human mind, you seize the chunk of meat and swing it around, slapping a lead dog in the face with your meat as he lunges for your throat. Confused, he stops short. Torn between wanting to grab the meat and wanting to attack you, in that instance, you strike, seizing his throat and biting deeply enough to get a grip, taking care of not to sever the jugular. You don't want the men to decide you're a killer. Sensing that he is helpless, the other dog squeals. You hear the men talking, coming closer. You tighten your grip and twist the other dog to his side. He goes limp, but he's not dead. He is submitting to your authority. You relax your grip, the other dogs slink away. In a few minutes, the men hitch up the team, this time, you are in the lead position. Men are talking excitedly. They must be impressed by how you conquered the other dog. You're pleased with yourself. Next time, you'll get the biggest piece of meat. The trouble you'll is... be the biggest piece of meat, thank Tom. Thank you. You think you're still only a dog? That night, you're <laughs> dozing off to sleep. You feel a great change taking place in your body. Space time. Turn to page 16. Wow, guys, you guys haven't died in a I long know, time. I'm fucking so impressed. So I, I gotta say, this kid makes a smart dog, but he doesn't make a smart kid. So I, know, I think really, he should like, stay a dog forever. Yeah. Lion with dragon wings. Walk on through. Another giant dog that can kill you and eat your jugular? Let's slap him with your meat. I don't know. These are interesting <laughs> life choices. <laughs> Meats, man. No, you know no. You know instantly what you have become because you can see your big trunk waving in front of you. No one's gonna do a giggity? No, I, I'm too no, shocked. No, Tom, by the other because guys. nobody knows what that's like here. Oh, burn, burn boys! Oh, that's what you get for making me a whale shark. 
And you feel your stringy tail you. whirling back and forth, shooing away flies. You look around to the other elephants walking around the Acadia trees. Moving your massive body with ease, you sway through the groves, stopping only briefly to try one sort of vegetation or another. In your curiosity, you wander a little way from the herd and soon find yourself at the edge of the savanna. Only a dozen yards from you are two full-grown lions. Oh, wow. They turn their massive heads and stare at you with piercing green eyes. So you're smart enough to become the lead dog, but you're dumb enough to wander off from your pack as an elephant. Job, dumbass. <laughs> with lingering traces of your human memory, or is it the memory of a vulnerable baby elephant? Question mark. You feel a momentary sense of fright. Without thinking about it, you trumpet loudly, stamping the ground with your front feet. The lions spring away from you, running like frightened rabbits. You remember now that with one tap of your foot, you could break their backs. You head back towards the herd. The others have stopped grazing and are walking single file across the savanna. Where are they going, you wonder? Whew. Zach, would you care to uh, describe this picture for us? Yeah, Dumbo is chasing some cats. He might be flying since we can't actually see the ground. In it's fact, a lion and a lioness. Yeah, he's, yes. he's definitely a lioness. I, I, I don't really know if there's much more that you can really say about this. The lion faces look a little strange. Lioness is heading straight towards the viewer. Oh my god, it feels like it's going to come off the page. Right Ooh. off the page. If I only I had my 3D glasses, guys. Well, again, I'm going to give some credit here. This is actually a pretty good drawing. The I like the lion. It's realistic. realistic. My, uh, the very thick mane. Yeah, the lion actually kind of looks like he was personally offended. <laughs> so, so I, I got to ask, I, I don't like this monk's rules, because he totally asks you, do you, do you want to like have all your mind there? And then he, he doesn't have all his mind as the elephant. Well, I think he just hopes that the kid doesn't ask to stay conscious in the moment, because, like, the monk doesn't want him to know what he does when he's an animal. Mm. You know, in yeah, quotations, not in the human world. Let's not forget <laughs> that this is all sex allegory. <laughs> if you decide to try and rejoin the herd, turn to page 38. If you decide to explore the savannah on your own, turn to page 76. Zach, that wonderful description earned you a choice, sir. Well, the smart thing to do would be to rejoin the herd. I think uh, we might need to explore the savannah on our own. Let's go to 76. Did I die? Did I die? Oh! Oh! Well, you didn't live. <laughs> you cross an open plain and wander through the Acadia groves breaking off thick limbs with your trunk and munching on the leaves and twigs. A giant python slivers out of your path. A leopard leaps out in front of you and disappears into dense undergrowth. Insects swarm about, but they can't bite through your thick hide. You reach a fast-flowing stream and wade in. It's deep and cool. The cool water sloshes over your belly. You suck up a trunkful and spray it over your head. What a good feeling! Wade out on the other side and graze on the tall, succulent grass growing through the water's edge. You trumpet from time to time in hopes another elephant will hear you. As you reach a wide clearing, you are startled by two humans holding guns. Oh shit, that got dark. At first you're confused. This scene seems so familiar. Yet you know as an elephant this is the first time you've seen men. Look at the dust on this one, eh? I'm sorry, I, just, I haven't done a voice in so long. I just naturally... Why did I naturally do an Australian? I, is that racist? I don't know, do Australians go to Africa a lot? I don't know. <laughs> One of the well, men you cries. Should just do a, um, you should do an American dentist. Oh, yeah, I think you should uh, You should be our, our poacher. <sighs> I mean, if someone must, I guess it's got to be the strong one here, huh? What does a dentist sound like? Open wide. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the tusks on that one, eh? One he, of the men cries. He opened wide enough. Now you know exactly what's going to happen. You turn to run. 
you hear the gun fire and you feel a searing pain in your chest, then another in your head as you sink to your knees. Your massive body crumbles on one side. You gasp for air, but you're not breathing. You're dying. The victim of a poacher who is eager to cut off your ivory tusks and sell them. That's what they call them. The end! That was uh, that was a long path to die. Good lord! How many how many different animals were we? Well, I was a shark, <laughs> and then I was an octopus, and then I was doggy, a dog, and then I was an elephant. You know, I was also um, a severely abused child, but. So much editing I have to do in this podcast. Oh, so sad. All right, it's like, uh, it's like we can't just leave it how dark it is, even though everyone you did, you were like, "Wow, that got dark." It, it is pretty dark. Uh, so this book, I would say, has totally earned its spot on that original top ten list we read before we started this podcast. We've only read four books. <laughs> and We've all made fast. the top ten. <laughs> We've only read four, but this one is definitely top ten. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow, we missed a path where we become a mosquito. That would have been fun. <laughs> Ew. All right, well, hopefully... The most useless of God's creatures. <laughs> All right, dear listener, thank you so very much for joining us. Hopefully we'll be back next week to continue our adventures of being a shark. Uh, this podcast was sponsored by measles. Uh, if you got any unvaccinated kids, please release them into the wild, and we'll just see what happens. Oh, it's great, because our, our viewership is based almost entirely in America. Yeah. We'll just Yay. see what happens. Viewership, listenership, whatever. All right, y'all. Thanks. Uh, thanks for joining. Other thanks, sponsor y'all. is Bombas Socks. <laughs> Please, somebody buy me more Bombas Socks. Thank you. La, la, we have so bamba. many freaking sponsors. La, la, bamba. We're sellouts, dear listeners. Sellouts. But until next time. QQ! Uh... I have no idea what the, that's. What? I don't know what that was either. Some kind of whale. Noise. It's whale noises. Are you speaking whale? Oh. She's speaking Aww. whale. She's speaking whale with a South Aww. African accent. <laughs> Can't tell if it's baleen or blue whale or it's. You know what mix. it is? Huh. You know what it is? It's shark whale. <laughs> oh. oh lord. Hey, dear listener, thank you so very much for joining us. If you like what you hear, check out our website at qq-cast.com. We have multiple types of podcasts, quests, news, reviews, and our choose-your-own-adventure podcast, The QQ Adventure. That website, again, is qq-cast.com. Now, please remember that all views and opinions expressed on the podcast are representative solely of the person expressing them, not of their friends and family, not of their co-workers or co-hosts, and certainly not of their employers, past, present, or future. Again, thank you for joining us, and thank you for respecting our individuality. Thank you so much for playing my game.